Those Two Jerks is brought to you in part by Maverick Group, Maverick Group Experiential Technology. Need some nerds? Let's build something awesome together. Maverick. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Those Two Jerks, mini-sode number seven. I am your host, the Tom Alexander. Joining me, as always, are the Sussman, Rick Sussman. Hi, Rick. Uh, Fire bad. Oh, I, no, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. I... Uh, we did we 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 did uh, the haunted jungle last night, and I was still in character. I was I was a zombie, one of the many roles that I excel at, uh, being being that I excel at a few roles. Hi Tom, uh, how are you today? Hi, good, good. Is the haunted jungle some weird game you and your wife play that I don't want to know about? Or no, no, it, it's um, I mean it could be. No, I. I, <laughs> I, I... I don't trim much. No, um, <laughs> exactly. That's where I was going. <laughs> I figured you're always going. Um, no, it, it was my uh, MMA gym's uh, haunted house that uh, we do annually. And uh, I got to participate this year and I was a zombie. No, very good. Very good. And also joining us as most of the time, the kid who perennially has forgotten his homework, the Vutastic Chris Vu. Hi, Chris. Good morning. And my dog ate it. So, <laughs> it's uh i have a very valid excuse it's a better excuse than you usually give us so it's fine it's uh yeah typically it's just i didn't do it but yeah definitely exactly. this time around the dog <laughs> dog ate but, well at least you're trying somewhere yeah, even if it is making up excuses it's all about accountability right putting that's, that's adulthood <laughs> yes effort and accountability is all it's is what adulthood's all about Oh, boy. So, as I said, Minisode, abbreviated show this week. Uh, we do have some things to talk about, and uh, we will start with the story that won't die, and that is the National Football League National Anthem protests. And, uh, <laughs> we talked about last week, guys, that the the NFL owners had their meeting, uh, which was already scheduled as their normal fall meeting this week, and... What happened? They did not make a rule forcing players to stand for the anthem. I, I'm genuinely shocked. I, yeah, Nostradamus whiffs on a prediction. Yeah, and, and, and if, I, if I can throw myself under the bus again, apparently Tim Tebow didn't play in the Major League this year, so, so far. <laughs> 0 for 2 this not, year. That's yeah, your problem, man. No, Nostradam, uh, the actual one, the, the whatever guy, the French yeah. guy. Yeah, he he made vague, like, <laughs> vague predictions, right? Like you can't go so specific. You have to be like, you know, there will be an eclipse at some point, followed by, you know, an icon that has joined the major league. You know, like just some nonsense like that. Like you can't say specifically Tim Tebow in the majors. Well, <laughs> how I. How I do my my predicting is I simply assume the worst in humanity and take that as the most likely outcome. And I'm I'm right most of the time, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Tom, what's my record? I'm I'm like I'm like 17 and 8 when it comes to making predictions. Like it's yeah, pretty I don't good. have exact numbers, but that sounds about right, actually. <laughs> it's well so, over 500. Oh yeah, no, no, I, I am not the New York Mets of predicting, that is for sure. Um <laughs> I was actually shocked that not only did the uh did the 
NFL leaders, uh, owners, uh, masters, whatever, uh, decide wow. that. What did I? Well, did I misspeak? I'm sorry. Do mm. I need to reiterate? Masters uh, decided not to uh, impose their will on their players any further. I wonder if that has something to do with them needing a better bargaining chip coming up at the next CBO. I don't know what the reasoning is, but I was I was very pleased. I was pleasantly surprised. Well, it's kind what of is, funny. Like they, well, they they basically they did not make a rule about it. Um, they don't want to have a legal battle with the players. Um, most of them, Giants owner John Mara said, you know, he said to his his players, "I want you to stand. I'm asking you to stand, and here's why. But if you decide that." You have to take a knee. I'm not going to like it, but I'm going to support your right to do it. Oh, because um, it's their right. Yeah, well, because exactly. You can't yeah. take rights away. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, as an employer, they can. They're within their rights as an employer. Think about like that's you know, if you if you curse at your boss at work, you're going to get disciplined for it. You're legally allowed to, but you're going to get disciplined. Um, you know, so they can. They're within their they're within their rights to do it, but. I think they were they were concerned about the optics of that. Yes, yes. It's never it's never about what's actually happening. It's right, always yeah, about it's what like could be conceived or perception. perceived. Pardon me. Yes, per, perceived. Pardon yeah. me. Perception is nine tenths of the law. I don't care what anyone says about possession. That's not what I learned watching TBS wrestling at six oh five on Saturdays. Possession is nine tenths of the law. But that's mm. another story. So I <laughs> What's TPS wrestling? Oh, uh, that was WCW. But since oh, WCW, you mean wrestling? Been, yeah. Well, since WCW has been wiped from the record books, we can't refer to it. Anymore. Okay. Um, <laughs> so <clears throat> the question now, Tom, is where does this leave the NFL? Like, are do you expect them to make a rule in maybe in the off season when this is calmed down and President H and R Pumpkin stuff is no longer voicing his great displeasure over? someone having the gall to dare defy him no i don't i think we're done i think the nfl is not going to make a rule on this i think the owners are hoping i think that that the fuhrer sort of dies down a little bit over this <laughs> that is Freudian, the best Freudian Freudian slip slip. of all time <laughs> i said fuhrer not fuhrer <laughs> that is that is without question the greatest <laughs> somebody um, somebody mark that mark that that's a drop now <laughs> uh, yeah, there's no somebody to mark that i have to do it Shh. let them behind the curtain tom fair enough um no i think they're just thinking that eventually guys will stop kneeling um they've promised the owners have promised that they will partner with the players uh to become involved in the community and do something to actually <laughs> Do okay. something about the issues the players are protesting. <laughs> Whatever, um, guys. <laughs> which I, like, I, I think I started protesting like homelessness and like trying to do something about that and stuff too. I mean, like, is there is everybody gonna start at some point just taking a knee for their own thing? Well, hey, like, if it, if it leads to if go, it leads to know. talking about and solving these problems, fine. Yeah, Take all the knees. Yeah, want. I mean, like. It's really trivialized. It's it's not like the players taking a knee has you know affected change yet. We've just only begun to discuss why they were taking a knee to begin with. And right. apparently, if you're Tony Lauren, you don't even know yet, despite the fact that it's been said a hundred thousand freaking times. <laughs> uh, 
you know, I, and that's the, that's the other thing is that taking a knee just draws attention to the issue, but it doesn't do anything about it. Right. And that was something that the owners sort of alluded to also was that, like, we're going to help the players do something about this. So I, I think that also is a tactic aimed at uh, ending some of the protests without making a rule about it by saying, all right, look, we're going to help you take action on this. Your protest has done its job. You don't have to do it anymore. And now we're going to help do something about it. I think, I think that's also like, I don't think that move comes out of any sort of altruistic feeling on the part of the owners. I think that's also a tactic being used to try and end some of these protests. Yeah. It's, it's just, they're just checking the box, man. It's signing off on the monthly safety report and having everybody sign that on this day we had this meeting, everybody read the article. You know, we have to make sure to buckle our seatbelts in the forklift. It's just that's all it is. Oh, that's a good idea. We should have a checklist about everybody reading the article. That's a good idea. <laughs> Jesus Christ. God damn. Hey, I didn't sign up for that. <laughs> we just need to check the box. I'm just initially. Not having to sign the... God damn. <laughs> I'm so, going like, straight when noob when noob on Chris for, like, today. Amway. Stuff like they're like you know everybody's got their own agenda, like yeah yeah, but and and of course not to be outdone, President Trump and uh, Vice President Pence, or at least a committee that backs President Trump, <laughs> launched a petition. Can I call him? Hold on, wait. Can I call him Vice President Pearl Clutcher by any chance? <laughs> oh God, yeah. I mean. It's kind of that, like that. He's the, he's the pearl clutcher in chief at this point. The, yes. It, oh, oh my, my stars! Oh my stars! And well, stars. I never. There's men taking knees during the national anthem. I, I have never. Mother, we must leave this game. <laughs> That's what he calls his wife. Yeah, he calls Does his he wife really? mother. Yeah. Yes. It's his family portrait. What is it? American Gothic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, except instead of a pitchfork, it's a swatch. I, I mean, uh, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, so they've launched a petition uh, calling for supporters to be counted among those who support, who believe in standing for the anthem. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's you know, it's it's yeah. posted Patriot. on, it's actually posted on the Republican Party's official website. Oh, good um, for is that. Is this that big of a deal? It, I, it, it, guys, just for a second, just for a second. The only person, this is the God's honest truth, the only person I've had an honest, intelligent conversation about this subject with is one of the buddies that I work with who uh, has been our main detractor, but also has been listening uh, intently and agreeing with and disagreeing with in earnest our conversation about this entire issue. And his whole point is that, you know, he's a veteran and he went to war and it means a lot to him, the flag. He he told me this story about he was at a, a local um, public school and they have these two little like 10 year olds who go through the, the, the retreat. You know, they take down the flag, they fold it up properly. I thought that was really cool. And he, he sort of oversaw that. And then the little kids started being little kids and like hitting each other with the flag. And he got like uh, saddened by that. And honestly, that would kind of, you know, that would bother me, too. Like, yeah, but you they're kids. But like, they're they don't kids. know any no, better. No, no, no. But I know, but some an adult should have informed them that you're not supposed to do that, you know? Yeah, okay. Doctor in church and stuff either, but they still do that. I mean, right, but people aren't. But just because people do something doesn't mean they shouldn't. 
No, I understand that. I mean, and you can all you can do is educate them the best that they can, but then the chips fall where they may. Right. Like, but still my, can't, can't be saddened my, by the fact that they're, you know, then, anyway, no, sorry, I go think, ahead. I, I think you can. I think, well, I think he has every me, right like to be being, upset. No, because to me, being saddened by the behavior of a child who doesn't know any better is is alluding to some silly notion a, of, he in my day, it was better that, no, you know, we, we knew not to do that, that in my nobody day. Was, he was upset that nobody was in, was explaining to them the importance of what they were doing. Well, maybe okay, if that I'm mean, honest, maybe honest. that was done I, after they saw them do that. Like he doesn't know. Well, yes. No, he, he went out and did it. He he talked oh, to okay. the teachers. And, good. That's good. Okay, fine. Then then he he took a rational adult step. You That's and that's the point that I'm talking about. Rational adult steps. He's the only person I've had a conversation with about this matter that's taken rational adult steps. But, you know, I haven't and, heard anybody. And, like, I understand how the flag can be important to somebody personally, and the flag's important to everyone, even these people that are kneeling. They're not kneeling to protest the flag. And that's something right. that Roger Goodell said in his statement this week, too, that they're not protesting the flag. They're not protesting the country. They're drawing attention to a particular issue. And while he would prefer them to stand and he urged them to do it, he, he's not going to force them to. You know, right. I mean, the, the rights that your friend fought for are, like, guaranteed that they're allowed to do this. Exactly. But because he's the only person I've had a conversation with about this that has been reasonable and calm and rational, our opinions have both changed. Nobody else is willing to sit down and actually have the conversation with me. Because when I ask them, why are you for or against this? It's against the flag. No, it, it's not. And then when I try and explain to them, this is what's really going on. Well, they can't be disrespecting a flag like that. You shouldn't be allowed to. Like, the whole point of our country is disrespecting exactly. the flag. It's, yeah, exactly. It can be summed up in literally, like, there's one internet meme, which, I mean, there's always, there are a billion of those. But it's the whole idea that, you know, there's like a, a red hat wearing dude screaming, you know, my, my, what is it, my guys, like, died for this flag or whatever it was or so that you can stand for this flag and it's like actually he died so you don't have to stand for it. you know it's like it's that's that it can be something literally in in that right like isn't yeah, that but so few so few people are willing to hear the rational side of it that's well, the problem sure. well, right. and that's and that's the thing that this petition does it's the thing that the president has tapped into which is emotion and it's you know oh how horrible this is that they're doing this against our flag and when you frame it in those terms you're missing the point the actual point of what's happening and you're just playing on cheaply playing on people's yeah. emotions yeah. And, and you know it works because we're a nation of mostly sheep Who's, who is doing whatever to their microphone who is crumpling a bag of chips across their microphone that would be not me i don't have any static tom yeah you know, is it your beard no it's, it's not. your beard isn't it i'm far enough i keep hearing like a like fabric maybe it's running no, across a mic it's just like the uh what is that edgar Allan poe um, yeah tom are you hearing things hearts. that aren't there this yeah, is this is the telltale yes. mic i yeah, killed a microphone and buried it under my house and now all i hear is <laughs> crackling like, make it stop look i usually hear all of the crackling on my on my headset yeah I'm no, not i was hearing it a lot but i guess it's just some noise somewhere i don't know but anyway and Rick stopped doing whatever it was he was doing. <laughs> Maybe that's what happened. Rick's just embarrassed. No, I, I I pulled my mic away from my face, but I hear my mic when it touches my face. 
Yeah. But I'm holding it. I'm holding it like three feet away now to for your delicate <laughs> sensibilities, sir. I'm just I'm worried. I'm concerned about the, the overall quality of the show. That's all. That has never, ever been an issue for you. <laughs> that is not true in the least. So Last week's next, episode, like, you aired part of the show that was supposed to be edited. I almost called you out for it. But where? I going to. When? What did it's I like do? In the middle of the show, you can hear it. It stops and you're like, hang on, guys, I got to hit. I got to hit record again real quick. Hang on a second. I don't like, like are you kidding Oh, really? Me? Oh, then that's a complete yeah. oversight. It wasn't like I intentionally left it because I was lazy. I missed it. No. That's just a Calling mistake. Me out <laughs> it's an honest from a mistake. Beard face. <laughs> from a beard face. But I get shit for it. But no. And this no. is why you got to stand for the national anthem, Tom. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to leave that in there. If that was, yeah, that wasn't supposed to be there. I shouldn't have left it. <laughs> like, I, I missed it. I legitimately missed it. I can't. I don't have time to listen to every second of the show as I edit. So, let me ask you guys. This is this this, sh- this question should back have been on asked, topic now. Very 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 beginning of all this like outrage. Colin Cap was the dude who started this, right? Correct. Where where was he in all this? Like, where was his social justice? prior to him deciding to kneel was he actively involved in the community trying to yes. work against police violence? he was okay yes yeah he in fact he has been the only one of the few players who've knelt for the anthem that has put his money where his mouth is literally and and gotten into the community and donated money to causes and started causes and done things to try and and do something about this issue and others he's incredibly like, socially active very uh, so what basically happened is, in the uh, terms of the youths, he got woke, youths. and si- youths. and since getting woke, he's actually like done things. Like I, I don't have the kind of funds that a Colin Kaepernick has, but when I'm at the grocery store, or like this year when I go to Spirit Halloween, I always buy the little rubber band bracelet because I like donating to charity. I I hope that it helps. I want to believe that I'm making a difference. If I had the kind of coin that he did. I would donate lots more to charity because, again, I I want a community to hope with me that if we all work together, we can make our communities better. He's doing that. And that's one of the main reasons why I've been such a big proponent of his. It explains why he's got like 75 rubber bands like on his (laughs) wrist. Rick's like like a rubber band Mr. T. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's me. Thanks, guys. Thanks for... Thanks for shitting all over that sentiment. I appreciate hey, it. Can we move I, on? I was going to go to the charity and hope. Why are they always stripper names? But we didn't go there. Right, so I guess you should be grateful. I'm on a charity. I've known a hope. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so I don't know how many people have signed this petition that, that the president's people have started. But um, as far as he's concerned, this isn't going to go away because it diverts attention from so many other things. Well, and, and it bears, it bears just a little bit of discussion, just a quick one. There is now growing um, sentiment in the NFL that the reason why this is even happening to begin with is that Donald Trump was denied an ownership in the NFL. And he's had a, a vendetta against the NFL ever since. Well, let's all right. Let's let's be let's be a little more clear about that. He was he was denied ownership and lost a lawsuit against them back in the '80s, and then he tried again to buy a team and was simply outbid 
because he didn't have the money. Yeah, how's so, that being denied? That's just well, the first time it was. The like second time it nope. was just he got yeah, outbid. Yeah, the first time it was no, and the second time it was just somebody had more money than you did. So we're going with them. Um, but was it the best money? <laughs> it was the <laughs> best money. So much money. You lots of different money. colors, mostly in Russian. <laughs> <laughs> the very best money. Um. um so so it's it's not as if like this most recent time he was just didn't, we don't want you in in our fraternity but that doesn't mean he didn't take it that way. Mhm. And we I mean we don't know. We can't we can't we can't know what it is that the president we, we is are thinking. Literally, we are speculating on what others are speculating. Right, exactly, because there have been a couple of NFL owners who have speculated or or believed that this is what's driving this whole thing. Um I don't think so, personally, um, but we have no idea, really. It's impossible nah. to know. Um, I, I think, think it's funny. I think it's, it's a diversionary tactic more than yeah. anything else. Like, a, think, like a great it's... segue or something? <laughs> yeah, we can do that. <laughs> <laughs> can I divert your attention to something yes, else going on? We'll, we'll, divert your, we'll divert our attention now to Major League Baseball as this is the most important time of the Major League Baseball season, and it is the World Series. We now know which teams are going to play for the Commissioner's Trophy this year, and we will have a new champ as the Los Angeles Dodgers ousted the Chicago Cubs earlier this week uh, in five games to win the National League pennant. Just last night, uh, we're recording this, if I failed to mention, on the morning of October, Sunday, October 22nd, uh, just last night, the Houston Astros beat the New York Yankees in Game 7 of the American League Championship Series. So it is the Astros and the Dodgers who will square off for the World Series. Thanks a lot, Yankees. Thanks for screwing over the, the Indians and then not even getting the job done. Well, that's another, that's another prediction that you failed. No, I got it right. The Yankees ruined baseball. I said that was going to happen. <laughs> no, they didn't. Because right. they didn't end up in the World Series. You, you were That's saying even worse. They want New York That's... and L.A. in the World Series. That's even worse now, Tom. Eh. Might as well just gone with the predictability. Whatever. So, the, this is the first time since 1988 that the Dodgers have been in the World Series. And the first time since 2005 that the Astros have been in the World Series. Um, the Astros have never won a title. And the Dodgers have ever, ever, ever. Um, and the Dodgers have not won since 1988, the last time they were there. So, um, are the there Dodgers, any other sports where there are teams who don't, who have just never won a championship? Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Every other, every the other Minnesota Vikings sport. have never won a championship. That's correct. Yeah, the Minnesota Vikings, the Houston Texans, the San well, Diego the Houston Chargers. Or sorry, Los Angeles Chargers, or or maybe maybe San Diego. Or you know what? Let's uh, let's go with Oakland. Nah, mm, Vegas. <laughs> yeah, Oakland, <laughs> Vegas Raiders. They've won though. Um, the Cardinals, the Arizona Cardinals have never won. Well, but it's so baseball time, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I feel like we should bring on an expert about Dodgers baseball. Well, I mean, we should. Yeah, we should mention that you know Vince Scully, the legendary. Uh, broadcaster for the Dodgers retired after last season, and there are not one but two fan petitions going right now to get Scully back into the broadcast booth to do at least some or one of the Dodgers World Series games this year. 
Now, Scully, for his part, has said, no, I don't want to do it. I don't belong in the booth anymore. Um, but I think for history, it would be cool to have him even there for an inning just because he's Vin freaking Scully and he's in the Hall of Fame and he's the last of the legendary broadcasters whose names are synonymous with the teams for which they worked. Um, but if he doesn't want to do it, he doesn't want to do it. I wonder why he doesn't want to do it really, though. And, and yeah, I found a way for us to find out, guys. Okay. This is what I was hoping for. <laughs> I, I know you are uh, in the press, so I figured you could call up one of your uh, press connections. I have. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Well played. No, I have pulled every string I know how to pull, and uh, there are not many of those because we'd be much more famous if I had more. <laughs> um, but I have pulled many, many strings, and I have, I have, I have reached Vin Scully himself, and uh, we're going to get him on the line here in just a second to find out why exactly it is he does not want to go back to the broadcast booth. So bear with me for just a second. We'll get Vin on the line. And, and while Tom's doing that, uh, I will remind everybody, this is not uncommon. Uh, just the last year in 2016, uh, Jim Ross, legendary voice of pro wrestling, came back to call exactly one match at WrestleMania. It was The Undertaker versus Roman Reigns and what amounted to essentially the end of The Undertaker's career. So it wouldn't be out of the question for Vin to come back for like game one or maybe game four if it looks like they're going to sweep or something or game seven, depending. I'm just saying, there's precedent. So here we are. We have Vin Scully, legendary broadcaster for the Dodgers Online. Please welcome Vin Scully. Hi, Vin. It's time for those two jerks. Hi, everybody, and a very pleasant good afternoon to you, wherever you may be. Where are you, jerks, anyway? Oh, actually, Vin, we're in Florida. We're not, not far from Orlando. Oh, Orlando, that's not far from old Dodger Town over in Vero Beach. I remember in the old days visiting Florida for spring training, all those enthusiastic thousands of Dodger fans, especially those college girls. Oh, the girls. <laughs> I bet you have some stories. Oh, we most certainly do. One time... Don Drysdale, Tommy Lasorda, and I met up with these triplets, and, you know, we had the most bizarre six-way orgy. B bizarre? Orgy? Wait, wait. How was it bizarre? Well, for starters, Lasorda had room service send up his six-course meal to eat off one girl's ass, <laughs> and then he tried to pleasure another one with a loaf of garlic bread. You know, Tommy always liked to eat. <laughs> that, that's that's quite a story is this is this what baseball is actually like no no chris the, no i i you know honestly when i was when i was a bad boy i i did see a few minor league players dongs so it's not it's not that far off all right rick your childhood trauma is gonna have to wait okay we have a guest we have a hall of famer with us a bat boy at the catholic church <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, you don't know the half of it. Between Lasorda and all the girls, it was hard to keep track of all the boobs in that room. <laughs> God. Then, um, 
we were just talking about how you said you you felt you didn't belong in the World Series, like you shouldn't be in the broadcast booth, um, even though lots of fans want you to come back to, to at least do one Dodgers game. Um, why, why don't you want to come back? Well, would you want to spend that much time in a tiny broadcast booth with a guy like Joe Buck? Come on, fuck that. I can't stand the guy. He's got a goofy grin, those awful hair plugs, that whiny voice. Fuck Joe Buck. Fuck him. (laughs) (laughs) This might be the most honest I've ever heard Vince Scully be. You wouldn't want to even do an inning or two? Well, no. Quite frankly, I'm very busy in my retirement, especially after somebody turned me on to this website called Mr. Skin. Ever heard of Mr. Skin? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, passing Uh, mention or two here and there. (laughs) Subscription Well, it's worth more than just a mention. It's just full-on celebrity porn. Hey, you want to see Angelina Jolie's boobs? One click and there they are. What about Anne Margaret, my favorite? Bingo! <laughs> I spent a lot of time on the road over 65 years, so I have a lot of catching up to do. But Vin, you're you're 89. Like, I, I, shouldn't you just slow down a little bit, though? Absolutely not. Lasorda hasn't stopped eating, so why should I change? After all, age is a number. You're only as young as you feel. All right. Well, fair enough. Um. Well, who do you think he wins the wins the series? Then, do do you have a prediction? Uh, do you have a thought? What the fuck would I care? <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Dodgers in six. No <laughs> Dodger blue. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, well, I I think it's fair to say this is an unprecedented interview with Vince Scully, <laughs> the legendary Vince Scully. Thank everybody, you. thanks for joining us. <laughs> Hang on, thanks, wait, your name is Vin Scully. All these years I've been doing this podcast and I've heard Tom and Rick talk about you. I thought your name was Vince Gully. Like, <laughs> Chris. Vince Gully? What the hell kind of a name is Vince Gully? What the hell kind of a name is Vince Scully? Oh, Jesus Christ. Don't okay. insult the Hall of Famer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's a guest. He's 89. Yes. I can take him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. no. I know clean up after Lasorda. He's going to be okay. I know all those martial arts. I'll take on anyone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Vince Scully, thank you very much. Thank you all, and have a very pleasant rest of the day. <laughs> all right, wow. Vince Scully, that, that's got to be the biggest name guest. With apologies to Ben Penrod and George Lowe, I think Vince Scully's the biggest <laughs> name guest we've ever had on this show. Uh, real people come in second place here on this. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, what do you mean real people? Vince Scully's real. <laughs> that was a Vince Scully. <laughs> <laughs> yes, lest any lawyers out there think that that was the actual Vince Scully. Especially... See, that actually was Vince Yes, it was Vince Gully. <laughs> Jor-El, right? Like the, like the Earth 2 version of Jor-El. Yes, correct. Did you guys, did you guys know there's a London, Kentucky? <laughs> <laughs> there's also a Paris, Texas. Yes, yeah. I've been to a London. I haven't been to <laughs> the London. Oh, boy. Yeah. 
Okay, I think with that, it's time to dive into geek stuff, nerd stuff, guys. What do you think? Well, I mean, how are we going to top Vince Gully? <laughs> I don't know if we can. I honestly, I don't know if we ever can. Just, just this is it, podcast over. Yeah, we, we, yeah, yeah. This, this, this would be, yeah, we've, we've peaked, I think. <laughs> Sadly, we've peaked. Um, okay. So, geek stuff, nerd stuff, guys, we've uh, got a little bit of Justice League news and some Marvel news this week, Um, and they sort of tie together, because we finally have a release date for Netflix's Punisher series, which we mentioned a couple of weeks ago that, Rick, did I just hear, like... That that was, yeah, that's, sorry, that was me, I was was readjusting my mic. Oh, I thought thought you just started to stick your hand down your pants because we mentioned the Punisher. Yeah, no, I was just readjusting my mic. That's all you heard. That's all. Oh, oh, you okay. Heard. That's all you. Heard. That was it. <laughs> you right? been hanging out with that Vin Scully guy. <laughs> shh, shh. Some... Chris, don't talk. Just, just. Shh. <laughs> don't touch me. Don't touch me. I'm almost there. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it, or I'll start to like it. <laughs> God. So anyway, we have we have a release date for the Punisher. Uh, we mentioned a couple of weeks ago that uh, Marvel and Netflix were going to push it back because of the Las Vegas shooting, but we now know uh, the Punisher is going to be uh, hit Netflix November fifteenth, November seventeenth. Sorry, seventeenth, November seventeenth, which is a Friday, which is when Netflix tends to drop their new shows. Um, what else happens on November seventeenth, you guys? Um, something, and well, it's on that, the tip of my tongue. That I can't same remember. week. That same week, Marvel's releasing a new Punisher comic. It's they're going back to the legacy uh, run, so it's no. Punisher number two thirteen, which I think is kind of cool. That's that, not like, it. Before it became Punisher Warzone and all that stuff. No, no, no. This is like straight the Punisher title. Like, there's been other Punisher books. There's also a variant with uh, John uh, J- John Brenethal. Is that is that John Brenethal? Yeah. Pardon me. Variant cover drawn as the Punisher. So. That must be what you're talking about, Tom. No, no, that's not it. November 17th is... Oh, right. Justice League. Justice League comes oh, out. Oh, shit. I thought you were just going to say it was a week before Thanksgiving. It's also that. But uh, no, it is Justice League hits theaters on Friday, November 17th. Of course, we've all forgotten that because no one gives a I shit. Gen- <laughs> I genuinely didn't know. I'm not even kidding. Oh, like, my that's God. That's not a joke. Fourth. No. Not no, a joke. I... I genuinely either forgot or didn't remember. Like, that's not a joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> but yes, so the Punisher will be going up against Justice League, so to speak. Fans are going to have to make some kind of a choice. Do they binge watch the Punisher? <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's an interesting... I mean, like, they it's... don't. it's not necessarily a choice because you could right, do both. It's... But on the day, you'll have to choose, I guess. 17th, 8th. It's Friday. You mentioned that. Typically, what day does Netflix drop things? Fridays. Literally. Their new shows always Friday. Yeah, we we, we mentioned that back to back. It's always a Friday? Yeah, Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Where were you three minutes ago? We just talked. Literally. But, like, Stranger Things is on Halloween on the which is a, a Tuesday. It's actually not coming out on Halloween. It's coming out on the 27th, which is a Friday. Oh, Friday, yeah. You stop pimping it as this Halloween. Well, because it's Halloween weekend. Oh. And, I, uh, I like that that's Christmas. Uh, most adults will be celebrating it's... Halloween on Saturday the 28th because, of course, Halloween's uh. an adult holiday. 
Anyway. <laughs> um, I, I had to. Great. I had to just kind of twist the knife at Rick for that one. <laughs> yeah. I think it's great that um, that Marvel has picked this date uh, because there was nothing else to worry about. For <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, wow. So, so speaking of Justice League, we got some conflicting reports this week about the official runtime of Justice yeah. League. Um, there was a leak that said, oh, it's coming in at 170 minutes. 170. That's 10 minutes shy of three hours. <laughs> um, but other reports now say that uh, based on uh, multiple sources from different theater chains and things that have seen a cut of the movie, um, that it's actually coming in as the shortest of the DCEU movies at 121. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't How know do you go from the shortest to the... I, to the longest? <laughs> I, like, I don't know. They, I don't know who to believe. That's an accident? No, I don't think so. I think, I think somebody was like, oh, yeah, it's 170, and, you know, trying to just generate some buzz online because that definitely generated some buzz. And, <laughs> um, and then, you know, somebody tried to confirm it and found out it's actually shorter. I don't know if either one is accurate. We'll won't find out for another few weeks, but uh, uh, I have a feeling it's somewhere in between. Um, I can't. I cannot, for the life of me, imagine this movie being shorter than Batman versus Superman or Man of Steel, given the the amount of characters and you know destruction that they're going to have to shove into this thing. And slow motion. Well, that's the thing. All like, the slow motion. I mean, Except you have to allot forty minutes just for brooding <laughs> in a DC movie. <laughs> So I don't know. Um, Maybe they're just man. multiple end credit like little <laughs> snippets. It's like Return of the King. Seventeen endings, like Return of the yeah. King. No, no, I want, I want. So they 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 go into the big battle, and right before they meet up with Steppenwolf, we get to see a computer program downloaded onto the HUD of Cyborg. With a whole bunch of logos for like <laughs> Nightwing and Batgirl, uh, Batgirl and Hellblazer, Shazam, and he... <laughs> yeah, Green Lantern Corps, yeah, the Justice League Dark has a preview, yeah. you know, and then Flashpoint. they go fight Steppenwolf. Like he sees a little clip of Ryan Reynolds as Green Lantern and a little clip of Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Batman. Yeah. All those things. Yes, all of those things, right in the middle. Of the and movie. Leo, Leo DiCaprio is the Joker. And oh everyone, yeah, because surprise, it ties in now. Yeah, well, no, it doesn't, but it doesn't have to, because you know, multiverse, so <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, like the scene in uh, what was it? Was in was it in the Flash? Where, where the Flash in the series, the TV show, where he saw Supergirl? Like right, he, right. He ran through and saw the multiverse. That's right. See, Supergirl lives in a different continuity, but she could be brought over into Flash's continuity when when giant creepy aliens <laughs> when show up. When sweeps happens. Yeah. <laughs> Tom, Tom. Again, during don't let February them see and November sweeps. Don't let them see behind the curtain, man. Come on, you're better than that. <laughs> no, I'm not. That. I'm really not you better than that. You better than that. <laughs> oh man. Um so of course we'll do a special episode when Justice League comes out, and we can count on Rick. Yeah, I I'm can't sure, wait to give to have my the, Punisher review. The whole scoop of on Punisher at that time too, I'm sure, because he'll be waiting <laughs> November seventeenth. Admit, are you going to call in sick to work that day like those Madden people do? You know, I hadn't planned on it, but now that you mentioned it, I do have some vacation time <laughs> to soak up. You totally could. 
You told me I really could. could. Binge the hell out of it. I mean, I would expect nothing less from you. I'll do it with my first appearance of Punisher in one hand and like my long box of just Punisher comics just in front of me. And I'll be matching up images to the scenes as I pull them out of the box. Oh, God. Yeah, that's what you'll be doing. You won't be pulling comic books out of anything. You'll be be pulling at something, but it won't be comic books. Could be could be a blue tarp. Yeah, I think I think it's best. In fact, I think maybe you should board the cats that day and put some cloths. Some industrial lotion. You don't want to. You don't want to traumatize the cats. Okay. Yeah, there ain't nothing they ain't already seen. Ooh. Anyway, oh, um, boy. speaking right. of cats. Speaking, speaking of, cats, of cats. Yes, we got a cats. trailer this week for Black Panther. Did you guys see this? Yeah. I saw it like three times, man. God, how I, cool is I want to live in that. Oh, my God. I want to live in that trailer. It is so awesome. <laughs> You're talking about the movie trailer, right? Because otherwise, that's a drop we have to isolate. <laughs> I want to live in that trailer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that trailer's so awesome. I mean, starter homes are starter homes, bro. What do you That's want? Right. <laughs> got to do what you got to do. Yeah, I love that. From from the music choice to the to the color scheme to seeing you know the the evil Black Panther, I guess, or the the Gold Panther, whatever Michael B. Jordan's character is officially, whatever that Johnny Storm. dude is. What Johnny Storm? Oh That's yeah, the yeah, twist yeah, at the Michael end. Jordan. He's Johnny. He's actually Johnny Storm. He's Johnny Storm. Yeah. Tom, I'm going to need you to drop out of the call. <laughs> <laughs> but I can stay? <laughs> Interesting how the world works. <laughs> You've been promoted, Chris. You are now an official jerk. Tom is just, he's now those. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> uh, seriously, all right, all right. What did you think of the trailer, Tom? Like, honestly. Oh, I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was one of the best Marvel trailers, period. And, I mean, it looks... It looks completely different from the other Marvel movies while still feeling like it fits in the universe. If that makes any sense at all. Makes perfect sense. Like, I mean, Wakanda looks phenomenal. Um, Like everything you would expect it to look like and more. And what a huge leap for Ryan Coogler, the director, who's generally made smaller movies than this until now. Um, Visually, it's, it's huge. And and he's totally, I mean, working with the whole canvas, so to speak, and and um, looks like he has always been ready to make a movie of this size. Chris, what did Chris? you think? I don't know much about the Black Panther other than basically a very very limited amount we've seen in Civil War and just whatever he's been in, like just the new Avengers comic, um, and and they've done a. Just my exposure to him, it, it's it's good. Um, I don't know enough about to be super excited other than it, it's just a very cool looking trailer. Um, like you said, it doesn't how it fits in the Marvel universe, the cinematic universe at least. Um, it, who was that? That was there's a character. Is that Andy Serkis that's in it? Yeah, Andy Serkis as uh, Ulysses Claw. He's in. He was in Civil War. Right, he's gonna be, and he's, he's and Age of, of Ultron. Oh, sorry, that's what I meant. Not Civil War, Age of Ultron. I thought he was in Civil War too. He was like the arms trader, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. And, and Martin Freeman, who was in Civil War, is in this. Ah, that's right, guys. Was he in Civil War? 
He was the the shield agent that like captured Captain America and and Black Panther and questioned them. Oh, that's he's um, he's it's also cool. It it's very um. I, I actually I asked I I work with two uh yeah two black guys and oh god I asked no 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 legitimately oh god like I I asked oh, them because it's like because oh, like. God. Because this is, it's very, um, oh God. My thought was, I'm like, I, I watched this and I go, is this, like, how do you feel as oh, a black person? Oh God. Rick, just shut the fuck up for a second. <laughs> I was, it was honest, honest question. I'm like, to me, is this like a proper portrayal of what you would want like African culture to be on screen? You know, or is this like fucking undercover brother to you? You know, like, it, it, do you do you feel empowered by this? Do you feel, or do you feel the way I feel when I walk into a fucking Kobe and there's some fucking Chopsaki guy? You know, um, and they they both said they're like, this shit is awesome. Like, this is this this is the character that we've been looking for. We don't need black exploitation like Luke Cage. We don't need that. Like, this is to to show like the grandiose nature of what we feel our heritage is and should be this is an excellent portrayal. You know, there's so much sort of like mythology that, you know, I mean, granted, Black, Black Panther is a, a very new character by any standard. It's like, what, 40 years old? Yeah. Um, but He's like, been around since Fantastic Four 49. He was yeah. one of the original so, characters. Which is what, like one, Chris said, like 40, about 40 years old. Yeah, so... 50, actually. He recently but he's not celebrated. sort of like, you know, it's not 50, like okay. Hercules or something, you know? But they've taken what what they want to African culture to be to be seen as and, and portrayed between into a total very, very wide audience. You know, so in that sense I thought it was very, very awesome. You know, because that's one of the, the corners of like history and, and culture that I think we're we're missing out on beyond you know, because we, we know fucking Thor and stuff like we we well we don't learn about a lot of that in school. But it it's it was cool. So, you know. Is that is that appropriate, Rick? Or is that terrible? No, it's not. Horribly inappropriate. Asking two random African American people in America if they feel that Black Panther properly does justice to their heritage, when you have no idea what their heritage is, you just assume they are African because they're black, has is probably the most insensitive thing you could have conceivably done. But, you know, what do I know? Okay. <laughs> Whoa. Well, okay. listen, just, just just because they're they are of different skin tone, which I think you of all people would definitely understand, doesn't mean that they come from any one specific part of any one part of the world. So I'm glad that you had a great conversation with them. But if you ask somebody something like that, you are literally opening Pandora's box to get a really big mouthful of foot. I don't know why it is that people, and I'm not saying Chris specifically, this is a world issue. I don't know why it is that people say that they look at the screen, they see somebody that represents what they assume to be a culture, and they go find that culture and ask them, is that you? I'll never understand that as long as I live. And maybe, and this is honest, there aren't that many Jewish characters that I get to relate to. So I get Magneto and that's about it. 
and he's <laughs> never been confirmed. He was just a concentration camp survivor. Is it is Lencher a Jewish name? Then? It's a German it's name. It's German name, so German. could have been. Kitty Pride. Yeah, 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 she was Kitty on the Pride. screen once. Um, hey, she was like a huge part of Days of Future Past. This is very true. She she got powers that nobody even knew she had in common. <laughs> yes, they completely made big. up new powers for her. Yeah, well, the the thing is, is nobody comes and asks me if I'm cool with Kitty Pride wearing a Star of David because, well, why would I be? <laughs> Okay. Wow. Wow. This show got heavy. <laughs> Where's Vince Scully? Can we get Vince Scully back on the show? <laughs> More dirty old man sex stories involving Tommy Lasorda. By the way, is all that made up? I mean, like, is there are there like stories of these old school broadcaster guys fucking? Uh, well, I can I can't debauchery. I can't confirm that, but I can tell you what I know. Okay, what please, because what I, I know to be true. Good. What I know to be true. Um, when I was a bat boy for uh a, a couple of minor league baseball teams in South Florida, uh, one night I was cleaning up and I was ready to leave, and as I was leaving, um, I saw these two girls uh, hanging outside next to one of the players, and the player. All I heard from the conversation is. So, like, what, the three of us just go take a shower together or something? And the girls just sort of eagerly shake their heads and say yes. What? So, <laughs> that that happened. And, that and was, that's an eight ball. Uh, I was like, yeah. is this in the minor leagues, too? Yeah, yeah, that was eight yeah. ball in, like, 19, like, 92, yeah, maybe 90, they, um, somewhere around to, there. I used to work with some guys who had played, like, minor league baseball, and, and they said it's the what they call Annie's because of the character in Bull Durham. They exist yes. at every level. Every level, there are girls in the minor league towns that that's their sort of fetish is that they go for ball players and anything kind of goes. I guess celebrity, yeah. celebrity, right? I mean, yeah, I think that's part yeah. of it. Yeah, it's it's the, the notoriety factor. Well, as my dad once explained to me, nobody stands up and cheers when he finishes writing a newspaper report. <laughs> it's true. It's true. And even fewer people cheer when we do this show. Yeah. <laughs> Accurate portrayal, if ever there was one. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Rick, if anybody wants to uh, tweet us about anything that's happening in the news or in sports or geek stuff or something they heard on this show, how can they do that? Um, you can take part in uh, our Twitter conversations by joining uh, us at those two. Please make sure you spell out T-W-O in those two jerks, or you will find yourself in a web page probably best uh, reserved for Vin Gully. So. <laughs> but Tom, if they yeah. want to learn more about the jerkingness of those two, wow. where would they go? Uh, well, you could find a whole bunch of stuff at those two jerks.com, including some uh, periodic essays, columns, articles, reviews. Rick just wrote a really fun one uh, about how he thinks the Yankees ruined baseball. Um, you can compare it to what's happening in baseball right now and see how right I was. <laughs> yeah, you could do that, I guess. Um, you can uh, like us on Facebook, too. Facebook.com slash those two jerks. Um, we post news updates there, uh, the latest on you know when we have a new episode up. Um, you can also contact us through there, comment on the news articles. Let's have a discussion. Uh, you can email us if you have a question or a comment or uh, anything, really. Email us, those two jerks at gmail.com. 
Or if you want to be part of the show, actually part of the show, uh, you can call us, leave a voicemail at 321-76-JERKS. That's 321-76-JERKS. There's no human being that answers it, I promise. You won't have to talk to a person. Just leave your funny question, comment, complaint. If it's good, we'll put it on the show. If it's there, we'll probably put it on the show. (laughs) (laughs) Again, you can get all of that information at those2jerks.com. Okay, so uh, final thoughts, guys, as we wrap up this little mini-sode here. Rick, go. Um, uh, my final thought is, uh, I am very excited about the Punisher, uh, TV series doing better numbers at the box office than justice league somehow. Um, when I figure out how to calculate that math, I will get back to you. (laughs) Okay. Chris, a final thought to leave our fans with. I'm very excited that, uh, uh, John Bernthal is going to be on a cover of a Punisher comic considering he basically just looks like Steve Dillon's. Uh, rendition of Punisher anyway. So I, are they just going to photocopy another thing of Steve Dillon? But either way, uh, <laughs> I'm curious as to how that's going to turn out between... I just want Just League to do well. Come <laughs> on. Everybody's, everybody's sabotaging it, even Netflix. Jesus. <laughs> Is it really sabotage? Like, can you sabotage a dying old property or if you're just shooting it in the head whoa, whoa, are you whoa. just doing Let's it justice call justice league dying old property here oh sorry are you really sabotaging old yeller or is it wow. just trying to shoot the dog in the head i i you know that thing is gonna make a ton of money whether it's good or not because it's a globally <laughs> recognized brand <laughs> no but what that means is the brand isn't dying because the brand is what's gonna make it the money <laughs> It also means we're going to get more stuff in the universe. (laughs) Like Aquaman, which just wrapped filming. Um, I'm sure it's brilliant. Oh, I mean, Tom. Yes. Talks to the fishes, man. Talks to the fishes. (laughs) You have a final thought for our loyal listener, me? (laughs) Yes, I do have a final thought. You find mistakes in the show. Email us. Let us know. We can fix them. Or if Why is that Rick, guy Rick on the show so much? Rick, if you're Rick, just text me. Okay? Just text me. <laughs> so, note to future Rick from past Tom. <laughs> when you're listening to this in the car, you find something I left in the show. Just text me, damn it. <laughs> All right, so for the Sussman, Rick Sussman, and the Vukani, Chris Vu, I am the Tom Alexander. And until Tommy Lasorda stops eating, I guess, we will remain those two jerks next time.